You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Ron! Ron! What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello, uh, welcome to the show for a Tuesday night. Hey, it is, guess what tonight is, Gary Belcher. It's Abuse Jack night. Yeah, well, that happens every just night. Just happened off the air, Woogie. <laughs> what? What, 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 what have I done this time? Oh, what, well, you, you know what you just said to him. I'm missing my mate Sats. I'm getting frustrated that he's not yes, here. Yes, I know you are. He's off for another night. But tonight is... Because I'm... TLT. I'm dynamite. Teamless Tuesday. T-L-T. You know why? Not. Yeah, it is. L-T. What team list is coming out tonight? The Soccer World Cup team. Oh, okay. Australian team. A beauty. And can we say soccer or football? Both. You can say either. They call it soccer in uh, the US of A, and that Good like, whatever us. they say is, uh, goes, doesn't it? That's right. Fries and everything else. Uh, Adam Peacock, who's over in the UK at the moment, um... We'll have a chat to him Why? and see what he. I, well, I think I, I think he missed the memo that the uh, Champions League and the English Premier League are going on a break. Is he? When is this World Cup starting? Twenty first of November. Oh, it's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah, maybe he's on the when way. Is, when he's is, on the way. He's, he's a long way away. He's yeah, but he's going. It's in Doha. Yeah, it's about eight hours from. But you probably have anywhere. to fly via London. No. Singapore? You go, you go to Doha, then to London. Oh, do you? It's further. What's he doing in London? I don't, I just, are we back at the start? <laughs> Hello and welcome to you the show. Answer. <laughs> if you're listening through Brisbane, SCNQ 693 AM, Canberra 1323 AM. Of course, you've got the big dogs, SCN 1170 in uh, Sydney um, and also 1620 AM uh, on the Gold Coast. Of course, the Super Radio Network, our great mates, the Super Radio Network, and our favourite radio station, we've established all this already, Gary, Yep, is 2HD in Newcastle. I mm, love it. Beauty. It's a great state. It's a great town, is Newcastle. Is it in Hunter Street? Most other no. great things in uh, Newcastle? No. It's... I just know the song, the Newcastle song. Oh, uh, Bob Hudson? Yeah. Driving down Hunter Street with his overhead foxtail thingy <laughs> job on his Holden. Yeah. So we're going back to the 60s, We're going kids. to play that on Thursday night. <laughs> Are we? Yep. All right. Lock that in. Beauty. Lock that in for it, Thursday Jack. night. Uh, also, if you uh, want to get a, uh, a podcast of the show, <laughs> I sound like Gary now, podcast the show, uh, go to wherever you get your podcast from, look for Sports Day New South Wales, and, of course, download the SCN app. You can listen to the show through that mm. as well. Hey, tonight, mm. i tell you what I'm looking for, but, uh, looking forward to, apart from Adam Peacock, uh, is you naming some of your great clashes between the Kiwis and the Aussies 
in rugby league matches. Well, there've been some big ones, haven't there? Um, and and very recently there's been some amazing games. But uh, yeah, I can remember uh, a few back in the in the day, the late eighties, early nineties, and some big incidents. The Kiwis were so. T- I remember. Remember um, Kevin Tamity and Greg Dowling fighting on the sideline and they both got sent off or sent to the sin bin, whatever it was, in uh, 85 perhaps in at Lang Park. That was that was huge. There's never been any love lost between Australia and New Zealand in, in any sport, um, but they have more than held their own in rugby league for many uh Many years. It's going to be a great clash, this this semi-final on the weekend. I I remember last year or the year before, Badge, I had the great pleasure of sitting in the same studio as you and Sats and when you interviewed Olsen Filipina. Oh, uh, the great man. He talked about the time after he's he's carved Wally up on the field, Wally snubbed him under the the grandstand. Something happened. uh, They went back to a function and, and yeah, Wally didn't talk to him. and They never never kind of patched it up. I actually went to a Kangaroos reunion and and, and internationals get invited, the Kiwis and and Poms and whoever else in and around Sydney at that time. It's always the day before the grand final and he came along and I had a little bit of a chat and he said, Wally didn't talk to me again. Like an ice No way. I felt like going to Wally. How many years later? Mate, go and just go and chat. I'm sure he didn't do it on purpose. Well, maybe, because you can't hold a grudge to King. Yeah, and I thought, don't get Olsen offside. Hell of a nice guy. Yeah. What a player. Oh, the likes of, of Mark Graham and, and Clayton Friend and, and Gary Freeman and, geez, they've had – and the Eero brothers. And they have had some amazing, amazing talented players and still have in the NRL. We'd like to know, what, what, was, what are your favourite highlights between the Aussies and the Kiwis in Rugby League, 0457 736 736. Or you can call us. We'd love you to call us, 1300 01 1170. Badge will roll through a couple uh, a little later on. Um, true or false? That's back for a Tuesday night. Tuesday, true or false? Hey, can I throw one at you straight away? Yeah. I read this morning about the, um, the MotoGP uh, World Crown went to an Italian, Pecco Bagnaia. Mm-hmm. Probably got it. Bagnaia. Um, and, and he's the first Ducati rider to win it since Casey Stoner in 2007. And it got me thinking, who's our greatest ever motorcycle champ? Is it, is it Mick Doohan? Is That's my true or false. Mick Doohan is our greatest ever motorsport champion. Motorsport. every yep. – okay. So not just motorcycle riding, it's – Cars, race cars, V8s. You're saying it's... better than Danny Ricardo. Oh, yeah, I am saying that, actually. I'm um, saying true because Mick Doohan has a motorbike ride at Dreamworld and and Daniel Ricardo doesn't have one that goes really slow and finishes 16th. Mm. So I'm saying that is true. Although, What about Jack Brabham back in the day? How good was he? And I'm, I'm not so sure, but he was one of our all-time great sporting champions, and it was always spoken of in that light back in, you know, many years ago. Not so much now. Mm. Uh, Alan Jones mm. won the world uh, the world title. Yeah. Um, what about Wayne um, – oh, what was Gardner. his name? Wayne Gardner. Yeah, yeah. The pioneer. He was, he was great. Of Wayne the 500 Gardner. cc's. Uh, yeah. Well, even for, on that matter, Brocky. Is Brocky yeah. our greatest V8 driver? He lives in – sort of in our – Yeah. Lives in our hearts that way, doesn't he? We just you can't Lounds is really go past Brocky, can you? Well, anyway, Shane, I want I'll our listeners tell you to tell us because I know one bloke, Danger, he's the motorsport uh, 
uh, guru yeah. uh, of our listeners, but plenty more would have their like All to right. have their same show. And who's our greatest ever motorsport driver, rider, champion? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. He's not ours though, is he? I was going to say Shane Van Gisbergen Gisbergen has got to be up there, but he's a Kiwi, so he gets discounted straight away. Yeah. Yeah. It's not one of ours. Hey, G-Man is already on to us about the uh, the footy, the league. Hey, guys, put your money on the Kiwis. The organisers have booked the Kiwis' flights home for after they play Australia. That will fire us up. They love that stuff. They love right. anything like that, New Zealand. Uh, hang on. is this fire up. Right, okay. So He's saying they've already booked their flights right. home. Well, that's now, stupid. You know what? I reckon they have probably also booked the Aussies' flights home because just in case they're mm. knocked out. You've got to have flights. You don't want to hang around for another week. Mm. So they might have booked them, you know, with cancellation policies. And, and they're the flexible whatever. tickets badge. They can just, you know, like for a $55 change, yeah. you can you can change the t- – Do they a- do those, like, $95 fares each way? <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think they're flying a discount airline. Actually, I was talking to someone, uh, needed them to do something for me. So now I'm going to um, – I'm going to Fiji – uh, later, because my wife got sick, they wanted to charge them $1,100 to change their tickets. Well, what? Well, I had friends who just had to come back for an emergency from yep. Bali and had to pay full freight, $1,500 each. What? What? From Bali. I can get a family of eight Not to Bali to for $1,500. If you wanted to fly tomorrow, you couldn't. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, greatest motorsports. Greatest uh, airline rip-offs. <laughs> Tell us Please. about them. No, well. don't do this. Please. Don't do this. How come everyone else gets stranded when they're in Bali and I don't? I, I mean, I'd take that any day. You hear about, oh, this, you know, Jetstar have done this. When you were They're sitting stranded. around that pool in Bali, there were people trying to get out <laughs> Early. on flights all over the place. <laughs> was it the fact that I never left the pool or pool bar all day or was it the fact that it was my – it was the shorts I was wearing? Let's not go into it. Probably a bit of both. Um, I want to get your thoughts too, listeners, on the first round. It's been leaked, geez, by the NRL um, for next season. Rest to come very soon, yeah. Yeah, Thursday. We expect to get the full full draw. Badge, do you want to run through the round one and how it looks next year? Is that early, by the way, March 2? Yes, it is because they have to have – there's an extra team and they have to have three buys each club this year. Okay. So it is certainly earlier. In fact, it's a couple of weeks earlier than we've seen in the past. Um, Parramatta and Melbourne will kick it off at Combank Stadium on Thursday, the 2nd of March. The next night, Warriors host the Knights at Mount Smart. Isn't that great that they are starting the season at home, the Warriors? And the Panthers host the Broncos. Blue Bet Stadium on the late game Friday night. That is that's a tough start, Brisbane. Very tough mm. start for you against the Premiers. Uh, Saturday, Manly and Canterbury at Brookie. The early game, the 5.30 game. Cowboys host the Raiders. And then the late one is the Sharks and Rabbitohs. Go the Bunnies. And, yes. And on Sunday, the Dolphins' first ever game will be at Suncorp Stadium <laughs> against the Roosters. So they have a home. Hello. Well, it'll be Suncorp Stadium sometimes. Yes. Uh, Dolphins and Roosters. Tigers and Gold Coast Titans rounded out at Leichhardt Oval. And if you haven't heard your team announce, that's because you're a St. George Illawarra Dragons fan. You are starting the season with a bye, which is a bit of a bummer. I, I don't want my bye. Well, again, if you're going to have three, I suppose. But you don't want your byes. Where's the Melbourne up. Where's the Melbourne Storm their Thursday In the night? opener, yeah. Oh, well, that's going to be a win to them. They don't lose a first-round game, do they? 
Not often. No. They've no, never not had in under 17, Craig. Not in 18 years now. 20-something. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy yeah. number. Um, yeah, wow. What do you think your team's first round? i tell you why I think there's a delay as well on the draw. Lack of availability of grounds. Badge. Oh, yeah, there are some dramas with the grounds. Because of the, the, the FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah. But surely, can't you just do the draw and then go, okay, look, we might have Venues. to change the grounds. Venues a couple of times. Uh, don't sell your tickets yet, but people, clubs want to know where they're going to be. Well, like the Melbourne Storm, they're going to be displaced for a long time. Lots of clubs, yeah. Uh, I think Suncorp will be out for a bit, the Gold yep. Coast Stadium. There's there's plenty of stadiums going to be out. And that's that's pretty late in the year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Around July, August. Good news is the St. George Illawarra Dragons will be in the top eights at the end of round one. So get excited, guys. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's the top nine. Ninth. They'll be ninth. They won't have any points for and against. Yeah, so they'll be ninth. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Okay, can't even get into the top eight now after a bye <laughs> in round one. What do you think of the rounds? And the, uh, Sorry, the first round draw, 0457 736 736. Budster has uh, sent us a text badge on his thoughts on the best Australian motorsport champion. Peter Brock, the best and went out doing what he loved. RIP legend. Yeah, that Chapman. doesn't make him the best, though. I know, but he was amazing. Is he? Is 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 he? That's what I said. Is he our best V eight driver for a start? And then overall, and people have diff, differing opinions here. As Steve from Dubbo, Mick Doohan, without a doubt, is our most successful. But uh, Brabham would be the most unique. He built the car he raced in. Really? Did he? Jack Brabham. Wow. There you go. Dick Johnson's got to be up there. That's a that's a fun fact. Thursday. We should throw that back <laughs> Thursday. It's fun fact Thursday. Tuesday. Dickie Johnson's got to yeah, be up he there. Great. He was great. What about Jamie Winkup? What about Craig Lowndes? Yep. What about him? What about Casey Stoner? Yes. And who? Cheesy who, who, can who, hit a golf ball too. Badge gets he? around at Hope Island. Okay. On the Goldie. Should that count? What? That he can hit a golf yeah. ball? Yeah. Absolutely. All he can drive is. par fours there. Mm. So that's uh, that's a pretty good thing he's got going on. Hey, listen, I want to complain about something. If this is all right what? with you, before we get into some stuff, I want to talk about the news around Anthony Seabold. Uh, it's confirmed he will be the manly coach uh, from next year. Uh, we've got a colleague, a uh, pretty well-known colleague, Benny Davis, who works at Channel 7, reads The Sport in Queensland, mm. has already put up his Christmas lights. Oh. Now, seriously, I know we touched on it last week. Did he pr- actually put them up? Took the Halloween, yes, he was stuck at one stage on the roof and his wife did the right thing and took a photo and put it on um, social media. But he took down Halloween, as he took down his Halloween decorations, he put up Christmas lights. Well, okay, let me go back to the first problem. (laughs) Halloween, Ben Davis, Australian, Halloween, Scottish-American, Irish, something weird. Yeah. Not Australian. I'm with you, Badge. Halloween, no. Unless you've got little kids, I get it. Yeah. Who like lollies and getting scared and dressing up. But I, I, I don't on, do the wait, Halloween wait, thing. Wait, that wait. annoys me straight away. Wait, kids but who like lollies and getting scared. Yeah, is that... that's what they do. <laughs> well, they go trick or treat. and oh, yeah. We don't give them any lollies. We don't need treats. We All right. So you're digging a hole. So <laughs> why are you putting Christmas decorations up in November for? That is just. You know why? Is it only because he had the ladder out? No, because he had to. And he didn't. He was made to. You only put lights up when the missus says you've got to put lights up. What? Otherwise, you'd never, you'd never get lights put up. Really? Would you, you do anything? You say he wouldn't have any say in that? Absolutely. Oh, God. Good on you. 
He's not listening. He's doing the sport at the moment, so we're pretty safe there. Okay. Have you got your Christmas lights up? I want to know. I want a photo, actually. We've still got some lights around a tree from last year. 736. (laughs) And they're on solar, so they come on every... 736. Tomorrow morning, 9am on SCN 1170 in Sydney, uh, Maddie White has got an exclusive chat with Anthony Seabold, who has been confirmed as the manly head coach. He asked him quite a few questions, and uh, one of them why he took the job at Manly. You've made no secret of your desire to return to the NRL as a head coach. You, have you have you taken the first job that's come at you here? I've had other opportunities overseas to be a head coach and it's um, yeah, something that um, yeah, I've considered in the past but I really enjoyed um, the role as I said before working with Eddie Jones. So um, you know when the Manly job came about um, there was just a lot of things that really resonated with me. You know, having been in the community for a number of, of years, having worked with some of the senior players there, and, you know, the potential that I see in the group. Um, you know, Manly's a, a great club, and it's going into its 77th year, um, you know, as a club in, um, you know, first of all, the Sydney competition, but in more recent times, the NRL. So it has a proud history, so... Yeah, the legacy that's been left there before me is something that uh, I want to continue. So it certainly excited me yeah, taking on this opportunity. Good on you, Siebes. Um, something deep down inside me says I wish he'd waited for another year or two or three and, and kept doing what he's doing. I, I had a good chat to him uh, during the year and, and called a couple of games with him. Oh, he, he, look, the, he must have been left with some scarring from that, the, what he went through at Brisbane. That was That was brutal. It was ruthless. It was personal. It was... Pretty disgusting, some of the stuff that, that happened you know, with his family and everything and losing that job. And I think he's an outstanding assistant coach. And, and obviously, Eddie Jones rates him very highly. And I wish he'd stayed doing that because I just, I just worry about him at Manly. You know, well, I, don't think, I don't think Manly is as you – need, you need stability. You need to know that the head office is just going to – you know, it's, it's ticking along and there's going to be no dramas there. Even if you lose a bunch of games in a row and things aren't going well, or if your players don't want to wear a certain jersey, you you know your head office is is fine. I'm not so sure. He's got that stability there. So look, I really, really hope for Seab's sake and for Manly's sake this works. Um, and I, I, but I've got to say, I was surprised he jumped in at relatively quickly after mm. he got booted out unceremoniously by the Broncos. Yeah, it's just been over two years, I think, Badge. So it's it's not a long time. He. Um there is a clean out at Manly though, mm. and maybe maybe the club that didn't have its stuff in order, maybe they're getting it in order. I hope so. And maybe that's a part, that's a condition Seeb's put on. Yep. You yep. know, we need to fix head office, and maybe that's a part of it. Oh, you can't office. put that condition on. You've got to fix up head What, what does that mean? Well, what, you, well, they probably had no more fighting. direct. No, no, they probably had more direct conversations than that. Yep. What's the plan? I mean, he would know that. Surely he wouldn't take a job on. Without knowing there are going to be improvements yep. at HQ. But, and everyone's got a plan and everyone's got the right intentions. But has, does everyone stick to that when the pressure's on? Well, we've started to see the clean out over the past few weeks. Mm. Hey, he also went on badge to talk about um, the whole Pride jersey saga, which absolutely derailed the Sea Eagles season. What happens, Seebs, when the Pride jersey or the everyone in league jersey situation comes up again because the club have said they want to continue doing it. Josh Alloye has come out and said uh, throughout the World Cup that if it happens again, he won't wear that jersey. So do you think that you've got a fractured playing group ahead of you and how have you addressed that situation? 
you know, wanting to, um, you know, slap that, that question, mate. I don't think that's appropriate for day one um, in the role. You know, it's been a bit of a process to to get to the announcement. Um, we're excited about pre-season training, so on November 14th. And um, once we get my feet under the desk, you know, there, there are other priorities over the pre-season that um, we need to... Across. Sorry, mate, even from the standpoint, you'd have to agree from the standpoint of you not being at the club last year, looking from the outside in, that that was a massive turning point. So I'm interested to know when you're in that position next year, have you got any thoughts around how you're going to handle it? Do you support the players' stance? Do they have the right to, to stand down under those kind of beliefs? Matty, that hasn't been a consideration in any, any of my decision-making whatsoever. Um, like I said, one of my, you know, one of the things that I, I do bring is some experiences, both positive and negative, um, to, to to this particular role. So when those conversations are required and, and needed to to happen, um, you know, I'll, I'll consult consult the appropriate people. There you go. Well, his feet aren't even under the desk, and he's being grilled about something that happened last year that may happen next year. Well, it is happening. It's a, it's it is a happening difficult, difficult job. It's not just about coach and players. There's so much more to it, and I hope, I hope he gets it right. I've got some good more. Luck to him. Hell of I've, a good guy. I've got some more excerpts from that uh, interview to play a little later on in the show. Catch the interview in full tomorrow morning, nine a.m. Make sure it's an exclusive with Matty White tomorrow morning, 11.70 SEN at 9. Uh, before we go to a break badge, a couple of text messages. We haven't even got to the Australian cricket team. The test team's been announced. Should we do that before we go to the break? Because people are chiming in about this already. And you know I've got my cranky pants on about the Australian test team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the name, they, they've, uh, they've axed three players from last summer's uh, Ashes group that won, of course, uh, Michael Neesa, Jai Richardson and Mitchell Swepson all missed out on the 13-man squad. Scotty Boland is still there. Oh, of course, he was absolutely the, the uh, sensational, the Victorian. Um, Mitch Stark, Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood. So they're the four bowlers that will be shooting it out for three spots. And Marcus Harris has been recalled. Uh, he's gone really Why? well. Sheffield Shield, 287 runs from three innings, and he's played well in English county cricket. Uh, Uzi Kawaja's still there. Yeah, oh, I think they come up with a good side. Yeah. Not, I don't think there's any standout omissions. Mm-hmm. Mark, oh, I, I just don't understand Marcus Harris's inclusion, to be honest. I mean, he's, well, there's no way they're going to... Well, he's scoring well, runs. Yeah, but so are a lot of other people too. I, it's that Victorian thing again, mate. It's, oh, let's get another Victorian in the team. <laughs> it's okay. the Victorian mafia. Right, but yeah. seriously. Is it? Mate, he's had his chance. He's blown at Marcus Harris. Okay. Well, and he's an, he's an opener, but but Uzi Uzi and Warner are there for the whole summer. There's no unless there's a, an injury to either of them, or they don't score runs. No, mate, no, they're better than Marcus oh, so Harris on a bad day. So why is he there? I don't know, mate. Why does cricket Australia he's a make very good twelfth man? He's a Victorian. That's why he's in the. Well, team. I read some of these texts out. Yeah, go for it. Uh, just just stick your head in the bucket of water there a for a second. Um, okay, uh, Mick Doom, without a doubt, is our most successful. Oh no, yeah. Um, Peter Brock, the best, and went out what he did. Mick Doohan and Greg Hansford, a champion on both bikes and cars. That's from uh, Steve from Engadine. Okay. Um, best motorsports Australian driver, again, G-Man from Brisbane, is Jack Brabham. His book was translated into 51 different languages. There you go. Whoa. Superstar. Um, and another one here, yeah. Peter Brock, just ahead of Jack Bradman, Mick Doohan for the motorcycle racing. Sporty Gabby. He wants to split them up, and I kind of get that as well. But in, in, in world motorcycle. What about Chad Reed? 
Curry legend from Chookman. There you go. I reckon it's got to be Mick Doohan because his success was worldwide. It wasn't domestic success. He raced against the best from mm. around the world. Yep. In a sport that Australia wasn't, you know, we weren't, it, I don't know, we, we weren't that great at. I mean, we were good. We, we had some greats. We had yep. um, Wayne, what's his name again? God, you're I'm having a bad no, night I'm not going to tell you. Starts with G. Grady. Ends with Ardner. <laughs> Yeah, Wayne Gardner. Yep. And then we had Mick Doohan. And we just had a vote here yep. for a driver. Who? Tiger. Tony. Is Tony? Tiger Vickers has vo- voted for Mark Webber. Yeah, there you go. Great. I think Great. He's still... One of the best ball boys ever, the Raiders ever had. And I think he's still doing like Target Tasmania and stuff like that. Oh, Marky Webber. Where's he shopping at? <laughs> Target Tasmania. Oh. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30 a.m. for a limited time only.